to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast with Monica Woodhams. Influencer Girl Lifestyle is all about connecting you with top entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities who are sharing their secrets to living the influencer life behind the Instagram filters. So get ready to learn the ins and outs about influence, some girl talk, from dating to shopping for Gucci belts, and of course, the all-too-frequent debate over mimosas versus Bloody Marys at brunch. Here's your host and go-to for all things influencer lifestyle, Monica Woodhams. Hey, y'all. I'm here today with Alyssa Coleman. She is a productivity strategist, so really excited to get into the nitty-gritty about how we can really simplify our lives with productivity because if y'all are anything like me, you will have like a couple days a month at least where you're like, wow, things need to be more simple here. So welcome, Alyssa. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I think we can all relate to that. (laughs) Right? Like it's like we can overcomplicate so many things and all it takes is taking a step back and being like, okay, actually life can be easy. Yeah. Absolutely. I even do it. Like I pride myself on being pretty organized and like strategic, but every once in a while I notice that I've just like kind of had my head down and I'm just like doing instead of taking a step back and thinking like, is this really the best way to go about this for my business, but also for my like life and trying to be a regular functioning human. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like really do have to balance that. It's so true. So before we dive into that, let's kick it off with a little this or that if you're ready for it. I'm totally game. Okay. (laughs) Yoga or bar? Yoga all the way. Yes. Wine or champagne? Ooh, champagne. Yes. I love that answer. (laughs) Instagram posts or Instagram stories? Oh my God. Instagram stories, like both. I Binge Instagram <laughs> stories, and I like. I'm personally an Instagram story. <laughs> so here's part two of that question. And what about IGTV? <sighs> okay, I really want to be about IGTV, but I'm just not. I know. Yet. Same. I, Yet, that's I a keyword. On it, productivity wise, is like whatever you're putting out, just put it on IGTV. But in terms of like whether or not I watch it, I just don't <laughs> I have not spoken to anyone who watches it but you know what knowing Instagram like we will yeah will, like stories will, yeah. yeah they're gonna get us somehow I know and just waiting for like six months from now it's gonna be like what even is a feed yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> mimosa or bloody mary Ooh, bloody mary but like canadian version which yes is it's so theater. much better oh my god I don't know it how changed you guys my live life. I, I had either. a Mary and I was like, what is this garbage? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, when I was in Toronto, actually, I had one for the first time and I was like, okay, this is so much better. Why do we not do this in the state? I know it's, it's, it's game changing. It's true. So the next one is takeout or cooking. Uh, cooking. If I am not lazy, <laughs> <laughs> what do you love to cook? I I'm a stir fry person. I love just yes. like taking everything I can find, putting it in one pan and then into one bowl and just like <laughs> calling it a day. <laughs> I do that too. I do that too. With any like style of food, like whether like everything. I'll do like Mexican flavors or yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the last one is leather jacket or denim jacket. 
Ooh, I've always been a leather jacket person, but I got my first jean jacket actually just this summer. And I have to say, I basically wear it every single day. It's like too hot out. And I'm like, but my outfit is so much better with this jean jacket. So I'm, I'm a converted jean girl now. I am too. This year did it to me too. I thought I'd never go back to the denim jacket thing. And now I stole it from my mom because I had given all of mine away. <laughs> yes. Moms have the best jeans. My mom has like really awesome nineties jeans that I'm like, where did those go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's real quick dive into your journey and how you even became a productivity strategist because you how does I even feel, get here? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like I feel like I don't see a lot of people who do that. You know, I think it's such a necessary thing, but maybe it's not like the most common thing. Yeah. It's totally not mainstream. It's like very hipster still, I guess. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I productivity strategist before they were a thing. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I got here completely by chance. This is just kind of like where the happenstance of the world brought me. I, um, originally kind of became obsessed with productivity because I needed it so badly in my life. And I guess, you know, I was actually just recently listening to Gary Vee and he was giving advice to like children <laughs> on how to be like, how to be an entrepreneur, which is amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, his advice was like, look for something that you need a solution to and then solve it. And, you know, I kind of accidentally did that exact thing. Um, but I was already like working in the um, online space, but I was a hot mess. Like I honestly wasn't leaving my desk. I was working way too much and I, and I wasn't, actually seeing the benefits of it. Like I think hustle kind of has a place in entrepreneurship at one point of your journey. Uh, but I wasn't hustling and like seeing results. I was just hustling for the sake of doing. And I just thought, you know, this, you know, after I have this launch, then finally I'll be able to go back to yoga or after I do, you know, sign this many more clients, then I'll, you know, take Fridays off. But like none of that was happening. I was just signing more clients and then I had even more work to do or, you know, things like that. Yeah. I kind of became obsessed with figuring out how to be productive because I thought that I just would never be a productive person. I'm a recovering procrastinator. And like, mm -hmm. I, I call myself like a tried and true, like lazy girl. And I'm always giving people lazy <laughs> girl hacks. A stir fry is like one of them. Yes. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm just lazy. I'm just not going to be, you know, one of those people who's super productive and wakes up at 5am and like gets all their shit done. And like, you know, their life just seems so perfectly productive, but it kind of got to this point where I was I felt like I was never seeing the sunlight. I was just like constantly in my office of my house that has no windows in it, which sounds like a jail cell, but it's honestly very... Uh, my bedroom doesn't oh, have windows and <laughs> I get it. Me. I get it's it. It's actually a beautiful room, but like <laughs> I was not seeing anything other than these four walls. And, you know... Um, I, and I kind of felt like, okay, I got into entrepreneurship because I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to be location independent. I wanted to travel and like talk to clients from coffee shops in Europe. And I was like, what the hell? How did I end up here? Just like stuck in my condo, you know, in my office, never leaving. And like, I wasn't actually taking advantage of the perks of entrepreneurship. So I decided I was going to literally do whatever it took to become a productive entrepreneur. And it took me, it was a long and windy journey. I will tell you that much. A lot of tears, a lot of trying weird things. I always talk about like, I had a trampoline in my office for a little while. 
like, suppose that was one of the more fun things, but like supposedly you take like trampoline breaks and then you're more productive. That one didn't actually, yeah. <laughs> it was fun, but it didn't work out long-term for me. Um, <laughs> but you know, I tried all these things, all these things. And I kind of, even during this process, I thought like, you know what, not, I just don't think this is going to work. Um, and none of these things are actually designed for people who are, you know, at the time I was a solopreneur, I had no team. I wasn't running like a corporation. Yeah. And a lot of this productivity stuff is really designed for that type of uh, structure. And then one day I kind of had, I, I had like the yoga class that changed everything. And I was laying in um, yoga at the beginning of class before it started. And the instructor said, thank you so much for coming out to the 5 p.m. yoga class. My name's so-and-so. And I honestly like almost peed on my yoga mat because I was like, oh my God, there is no way. I've, I've never made it to a 5 p.m. yoga class. I'm definitely missing a client call or like some, I'm leaving something. I didn't answer my emails. Like, how did I make it here? And so, yeah, the first like half hour of yoga, I totally did. I was not Zen. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I was like, just like oh yeah, running through my to-do list. But then I figured out like, no, I actually got everything done. Anyway, I went home and I reverse engineered my day. And I was like, what did I do? <laughs> because don't change anything. I did the same thing the next day and the next day and the next day. And that exact month, I made an extra 3K in my business. And I didn't change a single thing other than just like structuring my day in that way that I did the day that I made it to yoga. And so I was like, oh my gosh. okay, something is working here. So, and you know, from then on, I've, I've continued to kind of refine that process. Um, but what ended up happening is I started sharing this with some of my current clients and saying like, cause they were also entrepreneurs. And I was saying, you know, why don't you try this? This is something I've been doing. And then I, and then it kind of snowballed. So then they were referring me to their friends and just saying like, Hey, this girl knows, you know, this girl has a productivity protocol. You can, you do a one-off call just on productivity. And I was like, I guess. <laughs> This is how much it is. <laughs> and, you know, I just kind of started started taking referrals. And then it's kind of really snowballed from there into this really signature process that works incredibly well. And um, now that's literally my business. And I'm obsessed with it. And it's because I think a lot of people think to be this productive entrepreneur, you have to be like this perfect, you know, picture of like, I don't know, who do I picture when I see like the most productive entrepreneur, but it's actually, I think the fact that I am such a like lazy <laughs> um, <type of> person <laughs> that makes me able to be most productive because I'm always looking for like the simplest and most strategic route to whatever that end goal is that we're going for. Yeah, I love that. Also, so one thing that I kind of want to dig into is what does productivity really even mean? Like, how do we measure productivity? Is it a feeling in a sense, like a feeling that you're not like in chaos and have 20,000 things to do. How do you measure productivity for your yeah, clients? I really love that question because I think it honestly looks so different for everyone, but you're right. Productivity, okay, what I define it as is knowing exactly what your end goal is. Like, where do I want to go? Is it, like I said, taking client calls from coffee shops in Europe? Um, is it, you know, finally publishing that book or like taking, you know, the day off at three o'clock. So every day you can pick up your kids from school. Um, is it having 50 K months? Like, what is that for you? And then finding the quickest and easiest route to that exact thing. To me, that's productivity. Everything else oh, I is love complication. Right. Yeah. Because so, yeah, in some aspect, it's kind of about 
the end result, but really it's about simplifying how you get to the end result. And that's your most productive self is when you have it simplified and efficient and you know where you're going. And you're right. It is a feeling like I, you know, I've said before, like, it's like that feeling of taking a Wednesday off because your girlfriend has a day off and wants to go to the spa. Being able to do that is productivity. Going on an impromptu road trip, that's productivity. And it, it doesn't have to be this, like getting more done for this, just the sake of getting stuff done. Right. And I think that as business owners, we get really caught up in feeling like we need to get as much done as humanly possible, regardless of it having a purpose. Exactly. And I think it's because we are, so many of us are born hustlers. We're like, I'm going to do what it takes to freaking make it because you have that big dream. But I think along the way, it's so easy to get caught up. And, and like I said, put your head down and forget that like, oh yeah, the reason I'm here is not so that I can just stare at a computer screen all day and also be a really shitty boss to myself. Like if my boss at my old job was like, get in at nine, don't take a lunch break, eat at your desk, don't ever make it to yoga, never take Sundays off. I'd be like, I quit. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. So what would you say is the correlation between increasing your income and being more productive? Yeah. So Honestly, a huge part of productivity is figuring out exactly what your zone of genius is. And um, the quicker that you figure that out, the more productive you'll be. And also the quicker you figure that out, the more money you'll make. They both happen hand in hand instantly. And a lot of it is about, like you said, kind of decluttering because we so often want to try all these different things. And maybe you're listening to this podcast now and you're like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I should have a podcast, (laughs) but you know, (laughs) we forget to kind of look back at like our productivity strategy or our, our overarching business goals and say, does that actually reflect what I want my life to look like. And, and really it's deciding on how you want your life to look and then making every single part of your business work towards that. Right. How do you kind of know whether it's time to like look at your business, kind of like do a self audit and know that maybe it's just a matter of rearranging your calendar or it's actually time to hire like a VA, for example? Do you think that a lot of people will just hire a VA as like a band-aid to the solution and then that actually either doesn't help at all or maybe even makes it worse because they didn't do the audit Yeah, I know what you mean. I think a lot of times, um, I don't necessarily think there's the, like whether you should reorganize your calendar or hire a VA, but I do think there's a big difference between hiring a a business coach, productivity strategist, a business, you know, minded person and hiring a VA. I think that's when it's a band-aid. Okay. I see. You need an overarching strategy before you hire that VA. Otherwise you're just going to be, I mean, in my opinion, that's going to be wasting your money because if you don't, if you're just like, Hey, you know, she's working and you're like, Oh my God. So I better hurry up and give her something to do. Hey, can you go comment on some people's Instagrams? Like that's not, you know, really the best use of your time. Um, but if you have a if you have a really awesome strategy, then I think hiring a VA or some sort of um, help in your business should be really close to the top of your list. Because honestly, I I wish I had hired sooner. Right, and it's almost like you might even not need a VA. 
because you just are simplifying things and actually can like manage your business on your own. A lot of it is like, can you automate before you hire out? Um, Right. Your business shouldn't be doing automation type tasks. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know automation for you is huge. And one of the things that you automate is Pinterest. What else do you love to automate other than Pinterest? Pinterest is amazing. I love automating. I also, I try and automate everything. So honestly, I look at like what my biggest money-making tasks are and then try to see like, is there a way that I can automate this so that it's happening for me when I'm at yoga, when I'm asleep. I love automating, getting people to book discovery calls or sales calls or calls, whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, but getting people onto the phone is a huge one that you can automate that I think takes a lot of pressure off of entrepreneurs. And that pressure is what gets us feeling stressed. And then, you know, I think a huge part of feeling really productive is that feeling of like momentum. And if you feel behind and if you feel like I just need to book another call, I just need to book another client, that momentum really starts to come to a halt. And we like as entrepreneurs strive off of that feeling of like movement and, and, and growth. Right. So I love to automate, um, getting people on the phone. Um, I love to automate pretty much all social media as much as possible. I don't automate my Instagram stories, but other than that, I try to automate. I love that. And when it comes to doing that, like, I think a lot of people might be hesitant to do it because they feel like it's a lot of like front end work, but how would you explain like just how worth it it is to sit down automate it. And then in the long term, like it will be worth it. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's like hugely worth it. I like to think of it like a slingshot. Sometimes you got to take a tiny little step back so that you can, Um, but it really doesn't have to be that much work. And I think it's really important to think of your business in two parts. The first part is your ongoing business tasks. This is what's happening all the time. You need to keep up with that. Then also to have projects and have room in your calendar for bigger projects. Cause that's kind of the fun stuff, right? Like that new thing or that new, yeah, that new thing you want to work on or that automation that you know is going to make your life better. I don't want you to drop everything in your ongoing business in order to automate your socials, but there should be space for you to do that within your schedule. Right. So what does, now that you are the expert in this and you've like, you've been able to help so many different clients with different, you know, different lifestyles, different business structures, but for you, what does your typical day look like now that you have things automated, you know that you have the right systems in place to get what you need done. Yeah. So this is something that I like, I feel almost uncomfortable saying because my days are like really chill. (laughs) And I never, ever, I honestly, um, I was really triggered a lot when I first started by this, this kind of sentiment that running a business can be easy. And I, you know, especially when you're first starting out, I would see this all over the place. And I think it's like some really nice jazzy sales copy that a lot of people like to throw around on the internet. And I was like, yeah, honestly, like screw you. Like this is not easy. I'm, I'm hustling and I'm just kind of getting by, you know? Um, and that was my story more than anything else. Um, but I was really triggered by this. Like it's not easy, but I, what I've kind of discovered is that like, no, running a business is not easy, but it can be so full of ease 
if you do it right. And I live my every single day of my business now in a, in a really easygoing manner. And I went, and when I moved from that, from that like hardcore hustle mode, so many things changed. And, you know, I don't know <laughs> how like spiritual your audience is, but I think energetically, I just opened myself up for so much more by, right. Because like, there's, you know, people can, regardless of whether or not you're like empathic or like have any energy, like inclination, people can smell that shit. If you're just like, oh, yeah. and rushing oh yeah. and like, oh, I'm so busy. You know, someone asks you like, how are you? Like, oh, I'm like really busy. It feels crappy. Right. But if you're like, I'm yeah. awesome. Like this is going on. What's going on with you? It's, it's just like such a different energy about it. Such a different vibe. And yeah. So anyway, my every day is pretty chill. Um, I, I, um, structure my days in themes. So on Mondays are really, um, kind of blocked off. I don't take any client calls. I don't even put any projects on Mondays. I have one mastermind call that I do, um, early in the morning. And then I have one call with my team. And then other than that, that's just a day for me to kind of like get my shit together and like, you know, look ahead at my week or plan any bigger projects that I want to do. And I, I, I really recommend that actually. Um, it's not something that I teach or anything, but now that I'm talking about it, it's, it feels really freaking good to not have anything going on on Monday. Um, yeah. kind of like, I just feel like I can ease into the week, ease into the week a little bit more without feeling like I'm already behind. Yeah. It kind of gives me that leeway. Um, right. And then on Tuesdays, I do a lot of work with my team and Tuesdays are kind of like my hustle day. I check in with my clients and then I, I get stuff done. Like this is where big projects happen. This is where ongoing business tasks happen, but a lot of, uh, work is happening on Tuesdays, but I also don't book client calls on Tuesdays either. That's just like, uh, Alyssa's business day. And then Wednesdays and Thursdays are for clients. And I'm, I really like to group those together right next to each other. Cause I get into a different, almost headspace, um, just working with clients. And I also do things like this, like a podcast or something when I want to be, it's almost like you got to kind of turn on sometimes, right? Like with your clients, you're in a different energy than when I'm just like deep in a funnel or like learning a new system on the back end. Um, so I do that on Wednesdays and Thursdays and then I take Fridays off. Honestly, if someone told me that that's how my business would look like two years ago, I would have spit out my drink. (laughs) (laughs) I am so, I'm obsessed with that. Like, it sounds like such, like you have breathing room to live. Yeah. And I call it like white space. Like, you know, on your website, when people like put way too much stuff everywhere, like there's no margins and it just like, isn't pleasing to the eye. I need some white space and some like minimalism in my business as well, because it it feels more creative that way as well. Yeah, because I've realized when I have those quote unquote, like busy hustle days, it's hard for me to feel inspired to post something on Instagram or take a photo of anything because it's like that just crowds my mind. And then I just don't feel inspired or creative at all. And then I feel guilty and frustrated about that. I'm sure other people listening can totally relate. And like, it's possible, like you're literally giving everyone permission right now to be like, okay, actually it is possible to live the life that you thought you were going to yeah. live when you started. A business. Yeah. And it's, I think without there being any rule book, we all kind of follow this like 
weird set of rules that like, I don't know where they came from, but every person I talked to was like, well, don't I have to do this? No, girl, like who made these rules? You don't have to do anything. And it's, it's like, I almost think of it like, you know, going back to like nutrition or something where it's like, you have to listen to your body. You have to listen to what feels right for you. And if like some people, I know I follow this chick on Instagram, her name's Alex uh, Beden. And I see her posting. She has a day where she just like hustles in her business and she literally Instagram stories the entire day while she's working. And I'm always like, that's bomb. Like I, I would love to do that. But then I, I hustle and I've never <laughs> done it. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't work for me, right? And that obviously doesn't right. work for you. And so it's like, no, schedule in doing Instagram on Thursdays when you're in like a writing mode or like whatever. You really have to yeah. like go with when you're creative and when you're productive and like what feels good. And you know, maybe for some people like going live in between two client calls feels really good because they're already like on. But for me, it's like, no, I need I need a break in between every call. And like, that's my time to kind of recharge. So it's really totally about like listening to yourself when it comes to your schedule. It's really important to do that. Yeah. And I think remembering that we are our own boss, not our business. Our business is not our boss (laughs) because this, this is just so relevant right now because last week I had an insane week. Like my website crashed. I had a lot of client, client projects due uh, Friday. And so there was just a lot going on and I found myself super overwhelmed, feeling like I needed to multitask and do 20 things at the same time. And I remembered Mercury was in retrograde. And to me, instead of thinking about like technology and all that, I usually am like, okay, it's a sign to like slow down. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to slow down. And when I slowed down, it gave me anxiety at first. But then once I like really sunk into it, I realized when I went back to my work, I did it more calmly and therefore did it more efficiently. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think you're right. A huge, huge, huge part of productivity as well is like having really strict boundaries with yourself. And then I totally did not have this. I was working on weekends. I was working late into the night. I was like, well, inspiration just hit. So I'm going to work now. And like, I totally subscribe to their, you know, you can work on a weekend if you want to. And sometimes I will, right. but like there, there's also a part of me that like really is strict about like, all right, it's six o'clock. This party is over and you need to like, like, that's it. You need to leave your desk because just like you said, you need to have a life. You need to like relax. You need to recharge so that your business can grow. You can be more productive. You can be more creative. You can do things better. I was totally in that mode where I was like, no, I just need to do more and more and more. And it was just coming out worse, you know? And so having, having those boundaries is almost like, I thought to me, I thought it was like, you know, a lot of people talk about like self-care and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I take care of myself. I like working in my business, but it is, it is actually like, kind of a a hack to like be a better business owner is to like stop working. (laughs) And it sounds counterintuitive, but it actually works. It's so true. So you have a program called the productive entrepreneur. So what do you cover in that program? Like how can we like be in there and suddenly have a week that like, and like not just one week, but like foreseeable future is just chill. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is my, 
my like VIP program. I'm obsessed with this program and it's always like growing and evolving with my, with every single client. Um, and so kind of the way that it works is we start off and we figure out like what, what is our big goal? Like I said, it's deciding on how you want your life to live and then making all parts of your business work toward that goal. So we start off really focusing on that. Then we move into creating um, your perfect work week. This is huge. I absolutely am obsessed with Google Calendar or any calendar really. But having, like I said, this work week that I feel like is my perfect day every single day. Um, I create that with all of my clients because it's you know kind of the cornerstone of my business. It's my boss. I always say Google is my boss um, <laughs> because I kind of like, yeah, I, I don't like anyone to tell me what to do, but I'll sometimes let myself tell my own self what to do. Um, so I just yeah. like, let my calendar be the boss. Um, then we work on automation, making sure everything is like, you know, this is a huge, huge chunk of what we do. Um, and then after that, after we have all of that in place, the, the calendar and the automation are key, but then we move on to like big goals. And I think this is my favorite part because for so many of us, like you kind of need to get that foundation set, but then let's figure out how to really productively work towards that next goal in a way that doesn't make you feel burnt out. And in a way that doesn't make you feel like I'm doing this new big thing and dropping the rest of my business or, you know, or like really productively working towards that monetary goal that you have without just every single month being like, is this the month that I finally make 10 K or 20 K or whatever it is for you. Um, but like having a strategy, that's really key. This is where we um, create the strategy for your big goal. Um, yeah. And then from there, we also work on exposure strategy. A huge part of being really productive is showing up in a way that feels good to you and every piece of your um, content having a purpose in your business because um, I don't want you just putting out content for the sake of content. It's putting it out in a way that leads people directly to buying your stuff, which is like kind of why we do yes. this whole thing, right? so So that's kind of the whole thing and it like I said it evolves with each client based on where their business is at what their big goals are and all that cool stuff yeah and would you say it matters what type of business you have or this can really like you can work with bloggers influencers coaches I literally work with all those people so no it, it doesn't matter um what business you have I work with um, creative entrepreneurs, bloggers, coaches, influencers. Um, yeah. I love it. I, I'm like, okay, what, sign me up. I'm ready. <laughs> Especially after last week. I was like, <laughs> I totally seriously. <laughs> and, and if I'm feeling like that, I know that other people are right there with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes we don't even know ourselves, right? Like we're like, I know kind of where I want to go. And I, sort of know what I need to do to get there. I just need to like actually make it happen. And that's where right. productivity comes into place. It's like actually taking those steps that you keep saying you're going to, um, and having a strategy to get there without going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because, and I think, so where I'm at right now, and I'm sure other people can relate is I know, like you said, I know where I'm going. I know what it's going to take to get there but I'm really caught up in the day to day that I feel like I don't 
quote unquote, have time, which I know time is an illusion, but that's, you know, like when you're so caught up in it, you forget that. And that I'm like, okay, well, when I finish X, Y, Z, then I can take a step back and look at everything. But the truth is you have to do that first or else you'll just be in that tunnel vision. Yeah. And it's, almost, it's like really kind of a loop too. It's like when I do this, then I'll have that. And then you get there and you're like, well, maybe just once I do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's never ending. And I think like that goes back to, you know, money mindset. You can do the same thing when I get this client, then then I'll move into the apartment that I want to move right. into. Oh, you know, absolutely. like we can do that. And we all know at the end of the day, that's, that's not how it works. It actually works the other yeah. way around. <laughs> so let's transition into the lifestyle questions. So what was your morning routine like today? Mm. Okay. This is kind of cool. Let me think about this really honestly, because I love having morning routines, but I also feel like again, I don't know where these rules came from, but so many of us think that we have to have this like perfect morning routine in yes. order to be like <laughs> a legit so entrepreneur. Um, okay. So this morning I woke up and what was the first thing I did? First thing I did was I went to, to pour myself a cup of coffee. I have my, my coffee machine goes off and, um, that's like, I, that's like my true alarm. I'm still, unfortunately, a snooze hitter. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I can hit snooze a few times, but then when my coffee machine beeps, then I'm like, okay, <laughs> so now it's time to get up. So I went and got coffee. Yes. Um, I came back to bed and I read this new book that I'm loving right now. It has nothing to do with personal development or business or anything. <laughs> and I'm trying to do that more often and just like be, you know, human in the morning. Um, yeah. And then I laid in bed for like a really long time. I scrolled on my phone for like ages. Um, and then I worked out. I did a six minute workout. Because <laughs> that's how I had it. Love it. <laughs> I showered. I checked in with my clients. And then I started working. Amazing. I love that. There's so it's so funny that you said that about the perfect morning routine because I used to ask what the morning routine was and then um the guests would say, "Well, normally it's yeah. this." And then they would say like the perfect right. ideal thing. I was like, "No, no, no. I need to change this question to say today so we get like the yes, real that's so genius. morning routine." Cuz yeah, like we all have that morning routine. Yeah, like I wish I meditated and like you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oil yeah. cold and whatever, but like that's just not realistic every day. It was rainy, okay? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what is your favorite lifestyle hack? Um, um, this could be productivity related. It could be beauty, wellness. Oh my God. Okay. I honestly have so many, I call them lazy girl hacks. Um, but yes. one that I'm like obsessed with that I just recently stumbled across is <laughs> buying frozen, um, greens <laughs> and using those in my smoothie instead of fresh greens, because then I have to go to the grocery store less. <gasps> yeah. Like, buy spinach and then like two days later, it's kind of like weird. Yes. And it's so like frustrating. So I buy frozen yeah. greens now and they stick in like other stuff like spinach, kale, like chard and like stuff I would never usually put in my smoothie. And it's bomb. It's delicious. And oh I just got my freezer up that is so smart because there is nothing more annoying than buying. Yeah. Like you said, like greens and then like they last five seconds and then you feel kind of guilty yeah. because you did that or you just never buy right. greens because you know that they're just going to go bad, which is where exactly. I'm at. <laughs> like sometimes I, 
I, yeah, I'm just like paranoid about my greens too, because they are, they're always like getting recalled. And so I'm like, I know I don't push right? my luck. Yeah, don't push your luck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything's getting recalled ah, these days. I, know. I, I, I like my expiration dates and I like to stick to that. I'm very productive with the deadlines on my food. Yes, <laughs> on my produce. <laughs> so, okay, you have a freebie for everyone who's ready to start making this happen for themselves. And those are your daily non-negotiables for 10K months. So tell us real quick about that and where they can find cool. that. Yeah, I am obsessed with this. I hope you guys love it. I've, um, I actually created this because it's something that I get every single one of my clients to do. And it's one of those things that like we can work together for months. Um, but usually the biggest takeaway are these simple daily non-negotiables that I'm like, literally, girl, you can do whatever you want. Orange is the new black new season just dropped and you want to take the day off go for it. You have to do your non-negotiables. So yeah, I've I've put them all into one, you know, little workbook that you can download. And these are the big four things that I've literally distilled down from like all on all entrepreneurs who are industry leaders, like those people who are killing it, whether it's like people in our space, like in the online space, like Marie Forleo, but also people like literally Oprah does these things every single day. Um, like Anna Wintour does these things every single day. And so I've kind of distilled them down and, um, geared them towards online entrepreneurs, but these daily four non-negotiables, if you do them, like, trust me, you can do whatever they want whatever else you want with your day, if you just get them done. Oh my gosh. Love it. Love it. So I'm going to link that in the show notes for sure. In addition to where they can find the freebie, where can they find you online? Yeah, you can totally Instagram stalk me at <laughs> alyssacoleman.ca. And that's also <laughs> my website, alyssacoleman.ca. And that's where I put all my best shit. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining today. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle. Love this episode? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free resources on living out your influencer lifestyle, head over to monicawoodhams.com forward slash podcast. 